This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Hello, good evening and welcome to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm John Purcell, with you until 7 o'clock this evening. It's good to be back. The programme has been on a break since the summer, during which time a lot has happened, both good and bad, especially in the business domain. Businesses have been getting used to a post-COVID world, and what a world it is. Inflation has been raging and Elon Musk has lost fortunes, which I'd say are greater than the GDP of some countries. Some would say he's appeared to lose his mind. Back in the real world, there's been lots going on and there's not time to cover everything, but a quick highlight in Kilkenny Abbott Laboratories has announced it is on its way to bringing hundreds of new jobs to Kilkenny, while in Carlow, self-praise alert, this very station KCLR won the Carlow Business of the Year Award. So while there are lots of business challenges out there and there's never a shortage of crash and burn stories coming into this office, there are also lots of good news stories and good business news stories out there. Thanks to all the people who've been in touch over recent months asking when the programme is back. Well, we are back. We've missed you and it's great to be back at a new time and looking forward to bringing lots of great local business stories, information, inspiration and interesting interviews of people in business, working with business and indeed about business issues. Tonight, we're very much talking new beginnings and how to get off to a great start in 2023. While Q1 is something of a quiet time for some businesses. In the health and fitness sector, it's a busy time as people try and turn over the proverbial new leaf. We'll be talking to Neil Gunning of New Gamma Fitness about his business and hearing about his amazing a thousand day cold water challenge which surely must rank as one of the most amazing resilience building exercises ever in this particular uh, neck of the woods Uh, also in an age when businesses are looking at cutting their costs Deirdre Martin will be making the case that marketing is not a cost to be cut but an an essential business investment we'll be hearing about an award winning local training company who have uh, really done well in the guaranteed Irish business Business awards, But as it's January and still just about permissible to wish people you didn't meet over the festive season a happy new year, and I did look it up online and I found out that apparently it's okay to do it just about up until about January the 15th, the first guest of our new season is going to talk to us about setting realistic goals for the year ahead and sticking to them. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Jerry Duffy. Good evening, Jerry. Good evening, John, and great to be back on your show. Or sorry, great to be on your show after it's been been away for just a number of months. So yeah, well, look, yeah, I thought you'd be a very fitting first guest, uh, really, to have on because you're all about setting goals and sticking to strategies and focus and all that. You're a very successful public and motivational speaker, and you work with some really big businesses, but also smaller businesses. It's important to say, but. You haven't always been as confident and as successful and out there and easy uh, finding it easy to get up in front of hundreds of people. Tell us a bit about that first before we get stuck into all the stuff about goal setting and everything. 
Of course, yeah, and I know that there's a lot of people interested, you know, either running businesses, owning businesses, working in businesses, listening to this business show. And, you know, I, I've been fortunate to have been working for myself for, this is my 20th year working for myself. But, John, it's my second career in that window. My my first career, I, I was in the property business many, many years ago and running running my own business. But as part of that, once upon a time, I had to do a talk, a presentation, and it scared me beyond belief. And I, I was pathologically fearful of public speaking up to the age of 37. And, uh, but I, I, I took it on, I confronted it, and you know, it took such an effort for me to do it. But you know, the expression is small keys sometimes can open big doors. And how did you if take you have- it on there, Jerry? Because you know, people, it is a stat often trotted out that more people fear public speaking than actually fear death. So people giving a eulogy at a funeral sometimes might prefer to be in the coffin rather than up there making the speech. That's how the story goes. It's a big leap. How did you make the leap? Yeah, I, I got I got help in a number of ways, uh, but one of the things I did, I, I got a friend of mine who was well used to public speaking, and he gave me, you know, we did a lot of preparation, which I think is absolutely key. I also went to a hypnotist because that was, such was the fear, and there was only four people at the talk, but it was just, it was such an ordeal for me, but I, I, just, I, I just committed to it, I, I did it. I'd seen the value in other areas of my life in the preceding years of kind of stepping forward, even when I mightn't have wanted to step forward. And I learned that life can reward us if we're willing to put in that extra effort. And even though it might scare us or might take an extra appetite to do it, but I got through it. But if I'm being honest, John, I never wanted to do it again. That mm. is, that's a whole other story. Yeah, and there's a lot of myths around public speaking. I do a bit of it from time to time and people just think it's effortless. But most people, by and large, I would think, have to confront some sort of fear. All that really um, varies is the level of it. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, you and I are, are, are in that business where, where you know, we, we stand up and we speak to people. But so many people are in that business. Like, if we're a business owner and you're marketing or pitching to customers, you know, in, in many ways you'd be using the skills of public speaking, you know, whether it's to three people or 300 people, you know, whether it's doing a TikTok video to promote your business or whatever it is. You know, and I, I've learned lots of simple things that can kind of help us with confidence. But just, here, here's three of them in 30 seconds. One is, I'd encourage people to really prepare because you can earn the right to be confident based on the preparation you've done in advance. You know, I focus on my breathing, so breathing kind of calms me and centers me and it also distracts me. So I'm doing a bit of a breathing strategy if, if I ever feel anxious or nervous or even excited as well because very often it can be excitement. And the other one is maybe instead of focusing on yourself, focus on the benefit, the message, the value, or if you're giving a talk for your business, focus on the wins for the business, or maybe the value that your business is going to bring to other customers, because when we're thinking about that, we're not thinking about ourselves. And how long would it typically take someone to overcome, uh, you know, an unnatural fear of public speaking to be able to stand up in front of people, be it four or 10 or 15 people, and do it survivably and say, wow, I've confronted that and I've got over well, one of the things I encourage people to do, and in fact, we're running, a, we're running an online workshop in association with the, the great team there in Carlo Skillnet in, in a couple of weeks. We're doing an online workshop to help people with this. Um, but it, it, it really depends, uh, John, on the level of investment in terms of time. But, you know, it, like when we do live workshops, we can actually see people in the day actually becoming more confident. Because, you know, if we want to be a more confident swimmer, we have to get into the pool. But one thing I encourage people to do is maybe start in the shallow end. And maybe that's just doing in your preparation, doing a talk, you know, just to maybe your partner. And then maybe the next day, maybe widen the audience, maybe bring in a few friends 
uh, just widen the, maybe you know the, the the challenge of it. Maybe do a talk maybe to eight or nine people, a wider network. And every every step that you take is getting you a bit closer rather than diving into the deep end, you know, which can sometimes get us in trouble. So that's one thing I definitely encourage people to do is maybe in your practice, just over three or four stages, stretch the, the, the comfort zone, as it were, into slightly deeper waters. And you might be surprised how quickly you can get there if you use strategies like that. Yeah, well, look, the real thing I'm interested in talking to you about, Jerry, is the whole thing about New Year's. Uh, resolutions I suppose they are but if you're in a business um, planning for the year ahead um, and how to create time away from the day to day drudge uh, and and the constant demands and the changes and people being out sick and so on to create space for actually moving your business on and up and you know improve so that as 2024 uh, starts you'll be able to look back and say yeah I really made a difference during 2023 what's that process like yeah, well, I think one of the first things, and I've been doing a lot of this even over the last week with different teams because, you know, they're working with, with businesses. And um, one thing, I, I, I was doing a big goal-setting webinar on, on a big audience last Friday, and my opening line was, either you run 2023 or it runs you, as in, and these were business owners and, and people working in business. And I asked them, what do you think I mean by that? And it's the importance of maybe setting goals in the business because if we don't kind of set goals in the business, when well, then, you know, I might say, I want to grow sales, but what does that mean? So the value, I, I shared a five-step framework, and the first one was, you know, the importance of maybe setting some specific goals. Like, if you want to grow the business, what, what does that mean? If you want to attract new customers, maybe to put some numbers around that. If you want to improve the product, you know, in six months' time, what would it look like if you had improved it? So that's the, the first thing is, is maybe to set goals. And then, obviously, you know, people, you have to have a plan. But even before you have the plan, if a goal is going to test us, I encourage people to, when they're setting the goals, write down why this goal is important, whether it's for the business, whether it's for yourself, because the why can be a very powerful motivator to sustain you when you might hit a wall along the way. Can I just ask you, Jerry? and we're going to take a break then and I'll come back to you, but just you, you mentioned goals. I find sometimes people get uh, confused between goals, objectives, strategies, all those different things. What is a goal? You know, just in nitty gritty things, what is a goal and how should somebody express it? Yeah, well, a goal might be, you know, a goal might be to somebody I want isn't, but I, I would encourage people to go deeper than that. So a goal might be we're going we're gonna to grow our, our market share by 15% in, in 2023. That's a goal. However, that's a high-level goal. We then need maybe performance goals to bring that to life because, you know, specific things that we would do to make that come to life. And just before the break, maybe we'll finish on this quote and we'll talk again after. James Clear in his, in his book, Atomic Habits, he says, we don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. So if I want to run a marathon, that's a high goal. But what's the, what's the specific goals or the specific systems that are going to get me fit enough to be able to run the marathon? Okay, well, look, I look forward to continuing the conversation after the break. Uh, stay with us. We're talking to Jerry Duffy of the Jerry Duffy Academy about setting goals for your business uh, for 2023. Don't go away. KCLR, The Bottom Line, with John Purcell. Carlo Kilkenny, KCLR. You're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business. Here on KCLR, you might be used to hearing my dulcet tones on uh, 
nine o'clock on a Saturday morning when you might be in the middle of your lie-in and you might be just now coming home from work and you're hearing me but this is the new time uh, that we're on air for the next season of The Bottom Line and we're looking forward to the year ahead and joining me on the line is Jerry Duffy of the Jerry Duffy Academy and we're talking about setting uh, goals and how to uh, go about growing your business if that's what you want to do in uh, 2023 because Jerry you were talking before the break about you know the why and maybe a goal might be just to keep the business as it is or maybe the goal would be I want to sell the business or maybe the goal would be I want to retire people will have different business goals Oh absolutely and so we're going to be going into this and maybe just to mention it because it might be of interest to people listening to this uh, in association with the Carlo Chamber we're actually running a live event in the room on, on Friday the 3rd of February where we're going to kind of be really answering a lot, lots of questions that people might have around setting goals and also doing a, a thing that how do you show up so if you want to sell your business this year you know your behaviours and your activities are like I have a, one of my clients does want to sell the business this year one of their core focus one of the core things they're going to spend their time on in the year they're going to spend maybe even a day a week on it is finding a buyer for their business whilst they're keeping the business you know going because they need to keep the business very attractive to the person that's going to buy it so of course you're right you know goals are different things to different people but it's one thing to have the goal we have to have the system as James mm. talks about that's going to make the goal come to life yeah because I suppose somebody could have a goal that they just want to be more sustainable in their business and growth mightn't be the compatible with that sometimes because there's you know in western society there's a bit of a growth mania but you know I think you make the point very well that um, systems and processes are very important to do with goals but also you mentioned earlier on about you know getting back to normal and stuff there's so many variables and whether the business runs you or the externals run you but there's so much to grow uh, to throw people off course these days be it kind of like sudden shocks to the economy be it you know waves of illness that lead to large numbers of people being out of a business how do you keep on track with goals and and you know stop them slipping and and try and do that in the middle of a busy and hectic and pressurized business environment yeah, I think one of the first things is to, you know, if, if we hit a wall, just have that self-awareness. This is one of those moments. And also, when, when something like that happens, we very often are thinking we start to get concerned and start to get worried about things. And then maybe we, we, we might linger on that for 20 minutes or for an hour or for a day or for a week. And whilst we, if we do stop doing work, well, then it may become a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, what I've learned is if I hit a wall, if I hit an obstacle, I, you know, it's well, what am I in control of here? And I'm sure listeners will have heard the expression control the controllable. It's in that moment, well, there's so much here outside of my control, but what is inside of my control? And maybe even to physically write down the two, three, four, five things that come to mind and say, well, am I spending my time on these? Can I get back to spending my time on these? Uh, because they're, what's going to, they're the things that are going to get me what, what I want to achieve. So it's in that moment being very aware of of what your kind of priorities need to be in that moment and making sure that that's what we do spend our time on. Yeah, so focus is very important. But so you're in a situation where your focus has been challenged. You might have even lost focus. Have you any kind of practical tips or just talk to us about the nuts and bolts of pulling back from your focus, you know, pulling back from lack of focus to being focused? Because, you know, when I be talking to people, I think oftentimes they feel like, oh, there goes the day now. Sure, the day is gone. This happened at 11.30. Meetings cancelled everything out the window. Up, that's the day gone. How do you get retrieve yourself from a situation like that? 
Well, let me let me share a, a, maybe at a, at a more macro level than a micro level because if, if people see the value at a macro level, well, then it will work even in the week to week or the day to day. But and we're, again, we're going to be talking about this at that workshop on the third third of February because one of the five things in the framework I'm going to be sharing with people is the power and the importance of focus. So let's imagine I've got a goal this year to grow my business by 15%. Uh, I've identified the why, I've identified the how, but the ability to stay focused is a superpower, it's a skill all within itself. The ability to stay focused in the day-to-day, in the week-to-week, on the goal itself. And if we go back to that quote around the systems, I would... Unless we've evidence that we can knock our goals out of the park, what kind of systems can we put in place to help ourselves? So here's an example of a system or a, a system that might be part of a wider system network for somebody is every month I'm going to check back in on this goal. That's an example of how you can stay focused rather than I wrote the goal down, I put in a drawer, and the next time I might see it is when I either accidentally open the drawer or I start to think about my goals for 2024. <laughs> I wouldn't leave it a chance, John. I would I contract now, I would put into my, maybe my calendar, I'm going to check back in on this goal every month and ask myself, what have I done in the last month that shows evidence that this is coming true? That's at a macro level, but it can also work at a you know, week to week. I talk about a thing called check-in Wednesday. Rather than waiting until the end of the week, you check in on Wednesday while you still have all this time in front of you to do something based on the feedback of what the check-in is telling you based on your, your performance so far in the week. Jerry, um, I often ask people, I do a feature on the show called 20 Questions, I often ask people what their favourite business book is. Often people don't have answers to them. I don't read very many business books. I, I would get the kind of impression that you would be quite, you know, study other business thinkers and so on. If you could recommend a book to somebody that they might, you know, uh, dip into uh, to kind of bone up on all this kind of stuff. Have you any recommendations? I do, and uh, there's many books I might recommend, but just simply based on this conversation and the people, you know, think that people might be interested because they're tuning in, there's a book, and I don't know this author from Adam, but I, this book was recommended to me by two different people who did not know each other about two years ago, so I, that in itself was a good enough recommendation because it came from two sources, and it's a book called Traction, Getting a Grip on Your Business. By the author's name is Gino Whitman, and in my opinion, it is a superb book for people in business. Great. Well, look, uh, Jerry, it's uh, great talking to you, and you will be uh, in this area doing some stuff uh, in early February. We'll put some details on that up on our social media. Thank you very much, and uh, I think it's permissible to wish you all the best for 2023 still. Indeed. Thanks a million, John. I really enjoyed being on the show. That was Jerry Duffy there uh, talking to us about how you can look ahead, set some goals, keep focused and make yourself accountable, whether it's to your calendar or whether it's to somebody else. Coming back, we'll be talking about a subject very close to my heart, marketing. Um, and we'll be talking to Deirdre Martin from Deirdre Martin Consulting. Don't go away. Carlo Kilkenny, KCLR. Casey Law, indeed, you're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business. John Purcell back at the spanking new and fantastic time of 6pm on Thursdays and we're looking forward to the coming season, looking ahead to the year. Um, we're really excited about the fact that on Thursdays uh, the Carlow Chamber and Kenny Chamber often have events, um, you know, they have their business networking events and so on. We're looking forward to hopefully getting out and about and meeting people at such events because, uh, you know, the last couple of years, not couple of years, nearly two and a half 
half years people couldn't go anywhere and uh, Manny's the programme I did a few from my own front room and a few in from here when I'd nearly be the only person barred the news reader in the entire studio but I'm delighted now to be in studio by uh, Deirdre Martin from Deirdre Martin Consulting. Deirdre, Happy New Year I think we're still under the January 15th uh, uh, line well, many happy returns, John, and same to the listeners this evening. Uh, yeah, it's great to be here and uh, start a new year off with the thing. Yeah, and so you're all about marketing and people's brand and looking after their brand. Now, um, we've had a time of business disruption. There's inflation. Costs are going up. I often hear, you know, you'll hear from people saying like, oh, we need to cut the costs and we're cutting back on marketing and all that. You don't really agree that that's always the wisest course of action. Tell us about that. Well, you're you're... Spot on. It's the first thing that seems to come to the chopping block when people are looking at cutting back on costs and trying to tighten purse strings. And in fact, one of the the main things that I recommend is doing the exact opposite. Because if you think about it, right now, businesses are preparing for a recession. We know it's imminent or we believe it's imminent. We haven't, and we have seen some evidence of it. And, you know, some businesses are contracting, starting to see it a little bit in the construction sectors now. But where businesses will benefit is by going all out with their marketing now, building that client base and prepared for when that time comes because then they won't need to be out there marketing at that stage. They'll already have a loyal client base that they can serve and nurture and grow even further by, let's say, product penetration is a great way to market to existing clients and it increases loyalty. And when you have loyal clients, they're much more valuable. What happens is the value from a customer over their lifetime increases when you create a business model that offers different levels of services to different clients over a period. So I think now the time to go all out with your marketing, spend your money now on it and get and build your client base right now before our strings need to be tightened too Yeah, because while it's a very dynamic situation from business, um, it's a very dynamic situation from consumers. And consumers are probably looking around more than ever for bargains, for services, for competitiveness. And therefore, there's opportunities within that um, difficult and changeable environment. Absolutely. And what's happening as well is some businesses, uh, there was a survey done recently. I mean, we're seeing that businesses are struggling to get employees in the first instance, right? But then there's that there's a 18% of small businesses expect headcounts to decrease over the next 12 months. So that's going to put pressure in terms of the service that people experience, which means that one other businesses or your competitors unhappy customer is right for the plucking for your business. So if you are not marketing now, how are they going to hear about you? So one of the things, and, and this comes down to being consistent and persistent with your marketing message, the marketing that you do today may not pay off or see dividends in your business or on your bottom line for six or 12 months time, but you need to be consistent and persistent with it because if you take your foot off the pedal, you're losing business, maybe not today or tomorrow, but you will down the line. Yeah, it's a funny one. And we come across it here in Casey Law. People kind of, it's when to expect the results. So sometimes you might have people um, selling very large capital items almost that would cost the tens of thousands of something 
you're not going to get an instant response, but you need to have your name out there at the same time. Absolutely. And an example I always give of this is, you know, coming up to the winter, you might see a plumber who's recommending how to avoid your pipes freezing or bursting over the Christmas or winter period. And so you're thinking, actually, that's something that might be useful for me. And so you sign up to learn more about it. You know, your pipes might be fine all the winter, but then, you know, that that plumber might nurture you by sending you an email once a month or once every two months. And so when you do have a problem with your plumbing, the first person you think of is the plumber who gave you valuable and useful information all that time ago. So it's about the long game and it comes back to the goal setting and what Jerry was talking a little bit about earlier as well. And part of brand and marketing strategy and goal setting is about looking long term into the future and what your vision is. So it's not about a goal for 2023. It's a goal till 2033. And, you know, if in 10 years time, this is how you want your business to be perceived or the type of income or revenue you want to grow to. It's that long game. So if someone's going to replace their heating, for example, in July and turn off the heat in July, they're probably going to make the decision in, you know, maybe April and they're going to be doing the consideration in February and March. So people in that area need to be thinking about getting their name out there in that kind of time frame. So presumably you're working with businesses to help them think through you know, what they want to achieve in their business and reverse engineering it into how their marketing works. Absolutely. And it is about starting with what is your business's purpose. And again, to reiterate what what Jerry's point was, you know, it's about identifying why are you doing what you're doing and then determining what your brand is about. Because a lot of people think, I have my brand set up. My brand is my logo and my website, but it's not. Your brand is your raison d'etre, right? It's it's why you're in business. And it's, it's not what you you think your business is or what your business is about it's actually the reputation that you have out there that it's what other people say that your business is not what you think it is and so it's about managing that reputation for the long haul and be that through good customer service be that through great customer experiences but also through that consistent marketing message and keeping that reputation at the front of people's minds and there's other stuff as well as advertising and above the line you know there's awards and there's visibility in general that's part of it too isn't it absolutely and even things like this me coming here and talking to you as a form of marketing in my business john you know and so there's other things that you can do you can feature in publications you can send in press releases you can do traditional advertising like radio ads paper tv but there's things like podcasts now and there's um you know email marketing and if i may declare an interest of course casey law is a commercial radio station but it does get results Mm -hmm. and we're always gratified to meet businesses um who say well we did invest we were wondering would it work but we actually got a return on investment it is very important that it's not a vanity project that there are results too yeah that's it and a lot of people think you know marketing is about getting just reach or impressions for your business but it's not it's more than that it can be building brand awareness that can be one goal of your marketing strategy to build brand awareness another goal might be to literally get clients through the door but again getting clients be it through the online whatever way you do business it is a long game and it does mean again that person who's looking for that service or product in July you need to be talking to them today because they mightn't be ready to buy just yet but 
and they mightn't even recognise they have the need just yet. Yeah, yeah. So it's know? a slow process and patience. Um, I could talk marketing all evening uh, with you, Deirdre, but just if you were to kind of summarise, what are the top things that you'd recommend to business owners who may have neglected it in the busy fourth quarter of 2022, but are looking ahead now, it's quiet enough in January, but what should they be thinking of? So a lot of the trends that are coming out for 2023 are things like looking at your brand story and narrative. And this is something that I recommend you shift your narrative from talking about your business to more so talking about your clients and really making that story customer centric. So all of your conversations, communications and social media, everything is about your clients and really showing up to give service and add value. That's the first thing. The second thing is audit your social media, see what's working, see what's not. And then, you know, social media can be very time consuming. It requires a lot of resources. It's a hidden cost, isn't it? It is. Mm. And so what I'd say is check where your ideal clients hanging out identify that primary platform and then show up on that one primary platform and optimize just that okay you might think you need to be on all the platforms like brands but you don't one platform one audience one signature program product or service and show up consistently that's the second thing google have changed what they're doing as well in terms of algorithms and getting ranked so that can really disrupt people can't it it can and i mean people can get head up if you like in the algorithms from the different social media platforms and google as well but what Google have changed is is to an acronym called EAT. And I would say that this applies to social media as well. So it's about experience, expertise, authoritativeness and trust. And if that's your primary focus across the social media platforms as well as for your website, well, then you're in a win-win. That's Deirdre. We'll have you back and we'll talk to you again on the programme. It's great to hear such positivity and keeping up with the whole positivity. Oh, I should say, Deirdre, where can people check out about your business if they do want to find out more, if they're interested in talking to you? Thanks, John. Yeah, you can reach me on DeirdreMartin.ie is my website or Instagram or LinkedIn, Deirdre Martin Consulting. Okay, that's Deirdre Martin from Deirdre Martin Consulting. Great to talk to you, uh, Deirdre. Now, keeping up with the positivity and good news stories, great uh, that earlier today you'll have heard on our news that local Carlow Business Barrow Consultancy and Training have been nominated in the Professional Services category of the Guaranteed Irish Awards. Our own Sinead Burke spoke with Nora Ryan, Managing Director of Barrow uh, Consultancy and Training. Nora Ryan, Managing Director at Barrow Consultancy and Training. You're based in Bagnallstown, Nora, and some more really good news for the training centre there because as we trawl through the list of the Guaranteed Irish Business finalists this morning, there in the Professional Services category are indeed Barrow Training and Consultancy. In very good company, it has to be said, 14 nominees, uh, and there you are flying the flag for Carlo. Yeah, uh, absolutely honoured and shocked this morning when I came in and got the notification. Um, just trying to get my head around it right now in, in an excellent category and with, you know, uh, an excellent set of peers in the same category. So um, to be nominated is the main thing. It's the most important thing. And we're in a very, um, we're with a very strong uh, group of people in that category. So it's just such an honour to be there. Thrilled. Nora, this comes off the back of an incredible year for Barrow Training and Consultancy. It has to be said, I mean, some some really serious accolades um, picked up last year. Yeah, we, we really saw out 2022 with a bang. Um, we had a, a number of awards. Uh, we had the AIBF All-Star Awards. 
uh, we were we received that in October and then in November the local enterprise office in Carlo we won the excellence in personal services for business award and then I won the ultimate um, accolades the female entrepreneur of the year 2022 um, and then in December we were an, um, announced by the AIBF as one of the top 10 to watch in Ireland in 2023 so we're only just starting to, to publish that one at the moment so to have this shortlist now as well is just incredible where I, I, I'm super proud and super honoured and it really is all down to the, to the team of ladies that I have working with me. And you had a ministerial visit and of course a relaunch towards the end of the year as well didn't you? Yes we did we had our relaunch um, at, at the end of December it was a nice way to see out the year and we were honoured and privileged to have uh, the Minister for Further and Higher Education Simon Harris visit the premises for our relaunch um, and to it was just a nice way to see out the year and to celebrate myself it's just over a little over a year in business um, and to celebrate uh, the year that we've had for Barrow Consultancy and Training it's all hugely positive. Remind us what, what, what's on offer um, at, at Barrow Consultancy and Training. Yes, yeah, so we deliver professional and accredited training courses and consultancy, um, both classroom, online and virtual and blended learning op- um, options. We are a QQI accredited centre. Uh, we also do a lot of work with the education training boards um, in the construction centre sector. Um, and uh, we also we deliver mainly in healthcare, childcare, special needs assisting, management, health and safety and professional development. Um, we also offer ISO 9001 consultancy. So we're, we're a busy little centre here. Um, there's, t- there's 10 of us in total in the company um, and uh, we're hoping for great things in 2023. Well, it's, it's gotten off to the best possible start, I would have thought, Nora, um, making the shortlist for the Guaranteed Irish Business Awards. So uh, you have an awards ceremony now, of course, to get ready for, and that'll be happening in um, March, as far as we understand it, in Dublin. Yes, that's right. The 14th of March in Dublin in the Shelburne Hotel. So the girls are already online looking for gunas here to see see what we're going to wear on the night. I, I think uh, um, uh, January diets and, and healthy living and everything will, will be coming into serious uh, focus here between now and March. Great stuff. Well, listen, we wish you all well and a huge congratulations on being nominated because um, if, you, if you're not in, you can't win, says you. But uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic achievements throughout 2022. And indeed, it all looks very positive for the year ahead as well. Congratulations to yourself, Nora, and to all involved at at Barrow Consultancy and Training. Thanks, Sinead. I appreciate the good wishes. Thank you. Carlo Kilkenny, KCLR. That was our own Sinead Burke from the newsroom talking to Nora Ryan, Managing Director of Barrow Consultancy and Training, about her achievement and her company's achievement of being shortlisted for the Guaranteed Irish Award, which comes after a really positive 2022 for the business. Now, keeping on the whole theme of a new year and turning over new leaves and all that sort of stuff, one business sector that's very uh, busy, I would presume, at this time of the year is the whole fitness uh area and the fitness sector. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by new Gamma Fitness uh, uh, Managing Director and Owner, Neil Gunning. How are you, Neil? I'm great, John, and yourself. Happy New Year. Yeah, many happy returns. Um, It's a business above all, but like it's a whole lifestyle thing, really, health and fitness, and it's a huge... um, Fitness plays a big part in business success. We'll talk to you a bit about your own business, but like, where do you see fitness fitting in for people who are kind of running businesses? Yeah, I suppose um, one of my previous roles in a, in a, um, in the gym I started out in in Dublin was corporate wellness, and at that stage I would have um, learned a lot about how the likes of um, managing your health and wellness can improve productivity in the workplace. So 
I kind of, you have to look at it from two perspectives, I suppose. One is the, I suppose, the owners of the business and how they're seeing their bottom lines, um, and the productivity of the staff in the business. And then the other side of it is how the staff feel in their roles in the business and, and how productive they feel themselves and well they feel in the role. And incorporating like and managing the levels of I suppose activity in in workplace is uh, very important because not all jobs are the same and I talk to a lot of clients about this when they come in uh, come in to me about what type of job they have because if you have somebody say for example in a construction sector and they're working physical labor all day their I suppose activity expenditure is a lot higher than say somebody sitting at a desk job all day and just understanding that that particular piece in particular um, changes your perspective on kind of how much you need to do to feel like you're getting enough physical activity in the day um, so people that say for example in an office um, getting some blood flow and circulation during the day it helps you feel energised and helps you feel like you can skip over that slump in the afternoon um, and staring at a screen all day that you, you feel like you have more energy um, if you make it a mission to do something active during the day. Mm. Uh, and also, uh, there's the whole mental health thing as well, isn't there? There's the sluggishness because you're not getting any exercise and your blood isn't flowing and all that, but there's the fact that people can feel that there's so much stuff coming at them and they need to do something. It can be a great release. Absolutely. Like I suppose when you think about like most jobs in general come with an underlying stress of some sort, um, whether you're meeting deadlines or you know you're 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 constantly engaging with people all day and you do, your nervous system doesn't get a break at all um so like being able to to mind yourself um with your mental health and like and get some endorphins released by i suppose doing something active and getting some blood flow in focusing on your breathing whatever it might be something that just takes you out of that during the day different periods is a great way to manage your um your overall stress levels i suppose and how how you feel in your head leaving work let alone like physically feel but just mentally feel as well you know yeah well look we're gonna talk a bit more after the break about your own business uh new gamma fitness about your own i suppose the word is journey uh, that brought you there there's a lot to learn i'm sure you learned a bit yourself along the way and about your amazing a thousand day cold water uh, challenge I'm talking to Neil Gunning owner of New Gamma Fitness uh, you're listening to the bottom line the programme for and about business on Casey Law talking about fitness business and all that sort of stuff and activity on the whole sports thing uh, you'll be able to hear from uh, Kilkenny and Ballyhale Shamrocks All-Ireland winner Michael Fenley this Saturday at 4pm uh, a man with a huge pedigree of uh, sporting success and a man to whom fitness and uh, keeping it all together uh, and keeping fit mentally and physically uh, is a huge part of his success. Uh, that's Michael Fenley this uh, at 4pm on Scoreline on KCLR. But we'll be back to talk more to Neil Gunning, owner of New Gamma Fitness, after these. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Carlo, Kilkenny, KCLR.
Casey Law, you're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business. John Purcell with you until 7 o'clock. We're talking today largely as it's our first programme back in the new year and also the first programme back after a break about getting yourself set for the year ahead. Fitness, very important from a physical point of view and from a mental point of view. On the line is Neil Gunning, who's owner of New Gamma Fitness. They're uh, based at St. James's Park in Kilkenny. And I have to declare an interest. Uh, uh, Neil put me through my own paces. Manny's the early morning I think it was about this time last year uh, and I felt the benefits Neil um, I should confess to that of course uh, you felt the benefits yourself um, you know because you weren't always uh, the the model of um, fitness that you are now and you weren't at one stage even able to tie your own shoelaces yeah that's a that's definitely a way to put it um, back in when was it 2017 I suppose I was working in an office job for for several years myself and found myself um, excluding activity from my own life and um, eating plenty and weight was piling on I suppose and I wouldn't call myself a model of fitness but definitely went through a lifestyle change over several years after realising like that I was only on a course towards I suppose serious illness or um, something later in life if I didn't do something about it um, so like I, I think I ended up around twenty two and a half stone at my heaviest um, back in early twenty seventeen, and I started my journey to to I suppose losing weight, um, moving towards a, a new direction. I worked with a, a nutrition coach, Kieran Ruddock, at the time, and eventually we became work colleagues. Um, I took um, I left my job, my office job. After about nine months into my journey, and decided I wanted to do something more active in my life and help people um, similar to myself, so I just took the leap of faith to um, to follow down this um, this industry, and because I felt it would be a good fit to be relatable to people that were starting some similar journeys themselves, mm. and found it quite intimidating, you know. Yeah, now, um, talk to me about starting out this year. What should somebody like? So I I've spoke. I've spoken to someone recently running their own business who said at one stage they were working from 8 in the morning till approximately 10 at night coming home drinking a bottle of wine not sleeping very well then getting up and doing it all over again and they were fine they knew they weren't leading a healthy lifestyle they were facing burnout and they felt like they were kind of at their wits end where should fitness come in and how can it start and how can a business like yours help them yeah, absolutely. I think the first thing for most people, and January is a good example because after Christmas, a lot of people feel like they've overindulged and I need to do something. Um, I'll have to go to the gym. Um, and they just go and they do five sessions a week and they eat salads and oats and everything else. And two weeks later, then they fall off the wagon. Um, I think the most important thing from my experience is for somebody to just acknowledge the reason why they want to make a lifestyle change for themselves or commit to something for several months to get in shape or to feel like they're more healthy or, or well in themselves. So not to um, just do it just because it's the thing to do. They need to identify a reason like that. It's important enough. Like for me, I had two boys. Um, you know, I want to live longer to to see them grow old and healthy. And like when I think about that, then it's a lot easier for me to make better choices on a regular basis than to... Um, to just go and, mm. and, and take all the poorer choices. Yeah, so, so the why I, is very important. Give yourself a reason rather than a vague kind of notion. Just the same yeah. as Jerry Duffy was saying at the top of the show. 
yeah, absolutely. Everybody says, I need to lose weight. I was like, why do you need to lose weight? You know, Because I want to live longer. I want to enjoy life. That exactly, that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, Exactly, yeah. When it's something important to you and it hits you in the, that gut feeling, you'll know yourself, okay, when I have two choices to make, one that's a better choice for my lifestyle or one poorer choice, if I can remember the reason why I'm doing it, I'll make the better choice. And all you have to do is remember that reason because you'll just get that feeling of, okay, it's just one choice at a time. It's not six months of work. It's one day, one choice. And just keep repeating that until you feel like you're at the place where you want to be and you've, you've altered your lifestyle then as opposed to just run yourself into the ground over two months um, and haven't learned anything or changed any habits that have led you to where you are at the moment. Mm. So like for people starting out, it's not to go full tilt five, six sessions a week. Like, look at doing something like, you know, one or two resistance training sessions of some sort, whether that's at home with, like, bottles of water or in a commercial gym or, like, classes like ourselves over here. Or, um, and so, like, a couple of those sessions are great for for starting out. Mm. And then looking at something like adding in um, steps of some sort or extra walking just to get, the heart and lungs moving a little higher than they would normally from sitting down and doing much at all and okay. just like build from there then yeah well look unfortunately we're running out of time but finally Neil if someone wants to get in touch with you uh, what's a good way of doing it because I know personally as I said um, you know it makes a difference and uh, you know I think people need to be physically fit but mentally fit as well how can they contact you Absolutely. Um, they can contact me on email newgammafitness at gmail.com or we have a website that they can send on through. It's newgammafitness.ie um, and on Facebook, NG Fitness, Instagram at newgammafitness and we'd be happy to help anyone that touches base with something to help them move forward. Well, listen, Neil, uh, thanks very much and best wishes to you and everyone associated with New Gamma Fitness. That's uh, Neil Gunning uh, bringing us to a close for this week. That's all we've got time for. We'll be back next Thursday at 7. Remember, if you have any comments, or at 6 even, first mistake that I noticed. Remember, if you have any comments or ideas you'd like to get to us, you can email the bottom line at caseylor96fm.com or you can listen back to the show or indeed any of the golden oldies of the bottom line. Just search the bottom line on KCLR in the Apple Store, Google Play, or Spotify. Thanks to all our guests this evening, to Jerry Duffy, Deirdre Martin and Neil Gunning. Thanks to Deirdre Drummy who produces the show and thanks most of all to you for listening. We'll be back next week uh, and we'll speak to you then. KCLR, The Bottom Line with John Purcell 